Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. The next 10 minutes are inspired by a bunch of political memes. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to The Engine. It is almost impossible to not become some fiery inferno of cynicism in the world right now, especially especially when it comes to politics. Now, look, I am not a genius politician. I will tell you that much. But I am pretty good at communicating and watching how people communicate. And again, I studied rhetoric in college. We were all about persuasive language and argument. That's, that's all I studied. And so understanding the way people make arguments and understanding the way people dive into certain certain means of communication with with the purpose of getting one person to act one way or another, that's that's what I study, right? And I, I very much enjoy that. And especially dealing with teenagers on a regular basis, you have to realize that's all that's all it is. I mean teenagers are actually quite calculating when it comes to what they say or don't say to authority figures and watching watching that veil kind of lift with my with my students is great. Because what essentially happens is kids come in and they have their homework done or they don't have it done or they, they have this, they have that. And initially in the first, say, three or four classes, they're kind of running under the standard way of, of communication with me and other adults. And, and that's to kind of manipulate the way I think about them or think about their work or think about their effort or think, think about the world in general. And usually around like the fourth class, people just give up and they just realize like, okay, well, there's no real... There's no real messing around with Matt, and I can be honest with him, and it's not the end of the world, and they just kind of get on with it. And you see this veil get lifted where they have this presentation of personality, and that goes away, and then they're just who they are, which is wonderful. I love it. I have, uh, I have one student in particular, Sam. She, uh, <laughs> For the first, I think, four or five classes, she said all of two words, and she would just stare at me. She had these like judgy eyes. She would just stare at me. And after that, after she broke, after she started talking and just realized like, okay, it's totally fine in here. Like I don't have to be quiet or anything. She's been amazing. She's, she's an absolute juggernaut. It's awesome. It's awesome to hang out with her and work with her. But the political world is a very weird thing because a lot of times people don't communicate about actual politics anymore. Right. They communicate on these little talking points and, and they marginally communicate. The vast majority of people I know when they engage in politics, they just engage usually over some kind of text format and they go back and forth with political memes. So these are these are small little pictures that have some text in them and they might be a, a tiny, tiny film, like a five second re repeating film, like a GIF or something. But most of the time. It's just a sm- uh, like a picture, of, a very bad picture with text in it stating something like Biden's turning his back on the country or like Trump is trying his best to burn down the country. You know, all of these all of these very reductionist type statements that that lead people to just becoming very, very cynical and displeased with the way the world is. And and who who can blame them? <laughs> right. I mean, if you if you look at this stuff and you ingest it at all into your brain, you realize really quickly that the world is this scary, horrible place, or at least that's the kind of conclusion that most people come to. And what's more is viewing it from the outside. You start getting the idea that 
every politician we have is probably the worst politician you could possibly get. I have uh, I have several very very smart friends, people that are way up in in taxes and way up in engineering firms and way up in, I mean, pretty much every major company you can think of that you do business with on a daily basis. I have a friend who's who's way up in that company, and it's amazing to hear their take on it because say you're talking to an engineer that works for Apple, and He's saying, this is so ridiculous because you could do this or this or this. And then you have somebody who used to be in the Marines or excuse me, um, in the in the army. And he was like, well, this doesn't make sense because of this, this and this. And then you have somebody in, in taxes and you have somebody in Amazon and all these different things. And people constantly look at the politicians and the things they're doing and they're like, these are the worst politicians ever. Like, this is just laughable. And look, I don't. I don't necessarily disagree with that, but I think the idea that they're getting behind is wrong because I think we have the best politicians for the people that wanted to be politicians. And I think that's a very distinct thing. If you want to be a politician, you don't want to be an engineer, right? And if you want to be an engineer, you don't want to be a politician. And that's, that's really what this comes down to. And I think what people are doing is they're applying a, a specific line of thinking that's that's unique to their profession or their their little sphere of influence, and they're applying it to the political world. But that that's such a reductionist kind of view of the political world, because you have no idea what is going on behind closed doors when the you have generals talking to presidents or, or secretaries and all of these different things that that are super nuanced and super complex. And I am not saying we are getting the best results, right? Like I'm not saying that at all. But what I am saying is that it's impossible to say that the politicians are the worst politicians ever when they are the best at the game that produces that politician. What I mean is, it's like if you're a politician, you have to convince everybody that voted for you that you're doing the right thing and that you're doing best by them. And you also have to convince everybody that didn't vote for you that they made the wrong decision. That's that's at the core of getting elected. And if you're not elected, you're not a politician anymore. And I think what's ultimately happening is that we have people that are the best at doing that. We have people in charge of politi- in our political positions, elected officials that are the best at getting elected and reelected. And that's it. And the vast majority of that is convincing the people that voted for you that they were right, that everyone else is wrong, and that the, the people that didn't vote for you, they have made a, an egregious error. And that's all that politics is now. And I think the people that we have in place are the best at that. Again, they're not coming at things as an engineer would. They're not coming at things as a tax professional would. They're coming at things with, how can I convince people that I am the only and best option? Right? Like, that's it. And then you have these ridiculous memes that are these reductionist things that are essentially saying anybody who didn't vote for me or anybody who's not thinking this way is absolutely wrong. And anybody who does think this way is absolutely right. And you are righteously backed up. You are just, you, every piece of evidence is on your side. That's what we have. That's what we have. We have people who are the best at doing that. 
It's essentially these giant propaganda machines that produce politicians. That's it. And I think we have to realize that because not only will it hopefully stop people from thinking that whatever solution their team has is the right solution, but they will realize anybody who's in this position was the best at convincing everyone that they are absolutely the right answer. And very rarely do they do that with well-thought-out policy. When's the last time you saw somebody run on a bipartisan platform? When's the last time you saw a politician run on the idea of compromise, give a little, get a little? When's the last time you had a politician run on anything that keeps your household running, which is a balanced budget, compromise, and flexibility? That's what keeps houses together. That's what keeps families together. That's what keeps friendships together. You've never heard a politician say that. Well, how are we going to keep a country together? Politicians are the best at doing one thing, staying politicians. And if they're not the best at staying politicians, they're not going to be reelected. And if they're not reelected, they're not politicians for long. It's a sad thing, for sure. But it's even more sad. It's even more distressing when you have friends and close people to you that get so sucked into the political world that they think that everything their politician is saying is right and they think everything that the other politician is saying is wrong and they are just righteously supported in their views. That's worse than a crappy political system. I'm Matt Todd, and this is the engine that drives me. Go out and crush it.